This is the Not Your Average Brand Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I am currently sitting on my couch in my living room. Um, So hopefully there's not too much of an echo. Can I just tell y'all furnishing a house is so much more work than I thought it was going to be. I don't know. I had this like dream alternate fantasy world where like I was going to move in. Everything was going to be moved in in a day. I was going to hire an interior designer. We were going to get everything ticked and tied. And that just... (laughs) We are almost one year later, and that just has not happened yet. So um, anyway, all that to say, I don't have as much furniture in my living room as I thought I would have by this time frame. So hopefully there is not an echo. But anywho, I wanted to make this podcast episode to really just kind of lay down the foundation of what omni-channel marketing actually is, because I know it's quite the tongue twister. It sounds a little corporate It sounds a little jargony. And I think talking about it on Instagram just doesn't really do it justice. And I know that there's some people who aren't on social all the time. So I think it warrants giving it a little introduction, a little explanation, and kind of diving into it more. Um, and so that's what it is we're going to do on today's episode. So I'm going to break down the difference... Um, between or like what is omni-channel marketing first and then I'm going to break down the difference between omni-channel marketing and multi-channel marketing because I know that a lot of people get those mixed up and they're used interchangeably in the space but they're actually not quite the same and then I'm also going to give the two benefits of using omni-channel marketing and how it increases your sales and how you're able to use it to get leads from anywhere so let's go ahead and dive in okay so Omnichannel marketing is the process of using at minimum two to three, that's like your baseline, two to three different platforms to market your business. So that could look like anything. That could look like you using a combination of, you know, direct mailers, like old school style, where you send like a coupon booklet in the mail. I know, like I have, I'm looking at one right now from Restoration Hardware. They send us a beautiful um, furniture booklet like every month. And then they also are like, they're not on Instagram, but they are online. And then they also have email marketing, right? And so that could be their omni-channel plan. They have a booklet, they have online, and then they have like their website, and then they have their email marketing. For me and my business, I have podcasting, blog, Instagram, and email. And then next year, we're also going to be adding interest. So I'll have a total of five different channels working for me. So that's kind of like the baseline. I, I try to say that it's always more than just one. So I like to say two to three. That's when you start knowing that you're in the omni omni bracket. So those are all the places that I'm currently selling my offer. And the strategy behind omni marketing is really that you're leveraging each individual platform to work towards a common goal. So in this example, selling my services, right? And this is where the differentiator happens with multi-channel marketing because people get them confused and use them interchangeably and they're not necessarily the same. So the word omni is Latin for the word all. And what omni marketing means, it literally means that all the channels are, like I said, working towards a common goal. So in this case, if you're a business, it's likely working towards selling your services. Multi-channel, however, means that the platforms are used individually and the strategy is more focused on the growth of the individual platform rather than selling one particular offer congruently and consistently across all the platforms. So let me give you a quick example. 
As an omni marketer, I am using all of my channels right now to sell my one-on-one coaching offer. Okay, so I'm using each platform to advance that agenda. In email, I'm doing short form sales content that pitches my one-on-one coaching. In podcast, I'm teaching the concepts, just like I'm walking you through the concept of omni-channel marketing. I'm teaching the concepts that are involved in my one-on-one coaching. In IG stories, I'm using everyday stories and life events to sell my one-on-one coaching. And on the blog, I'm creating long form educational content like how-tos and tips and tricks to further introduce my concepts and educate my audience on the skills I teach inside of one-on-one coaching. All of the platforms are selling one-on-one coaching and they are just selling the offer in a different way. So Instagram is more lifestyle and casual. Podcast is conceptual. Blog is educational. Email is more sales focused. Multi-channel marketing, however, is completely different. So multi-channel is more focused on the content you need to create on each individual platform to do well on that platform. So for example, if I were a multi-channel marketer, I would have Instagram with educational content. Then I may use like my blog to be used for like lifestyle content. So like a mompreneur blog or something like that. Um, I'm not a mom, but that's just like a stylistic version of a blog. And then I would use my podcast or maybe like a girl chat where we could talk about business. We could talk about lifestyle things, etc. I would be successful on all of these platforms, okay? Because the content I'm creating does well on each platform. Everybody knows educational content does really well on Instagram. And then people love stylistic lifestyle blogs. They love mompreneur blogs. They love recipe blogs, right? And then people love girl chat podcasts and they love seeing people socialize. So my content would do really well on all of those platforms. I would have really high rankings probably in a, in a girl chat podcast. I'd have high rankings on my lifestyle blog and I could have high rankings on Instagram. However, they would not be successfully selling my services. They would essentially be taking the client out of the buying journey. Now, of course, someone could like my girl chat podcast and then indirectly stumble on my website and decide to be engaged in my services, right? They could inquire, you know, someone could read my lifestyle blog or read me posting about my recipes, like my style, and then be like, oh, let me look at our marketing services. But it's a very indirect, long detour to converting a client. Whereas if you used omni-channel marketing, all of these things would be working together. Another way that I like to explain it is like with a basketball team. So if you have a multi-channel basketball team, then you would essentially have five different players, like all in the NBA, all good players, but they would all be on the court using their own individual methods to make a score. There wouldn't be a lot of teamwork happening. If you had an omni-channel basketball team, all of these five players would be working together to use their strengths towards a common goal. Now you might be thinking, okay, but like, why should I care? Like this kind of sounds like tomato, tomato, like I can see the benefits of doing multi-channel marketing. Like why not create something diverse? Why not have a girl chat podcast? Why not? Why does everything have to be about selling the services or what's the benefit of omni-channel marketing? And I'm going to break down to you the two reasons why I think it's definitely one step above multi-channel and why it's my preferred marketing method. So number one reason is that omni-channel 
essentially helps you train your clients to buy from you from anywhere. So when you are using all your channels strategically together, your clients are no longer dependent on one app for information. This means you have diversified your buying power. The perfect analogy for this is Costco. Okay, so Costco has a three primary marketing methods. Now don't quote me on this. I'm just using it as an example. I don't work for Costco. I just happen to be a shopper. (laughs) My husband is a diehard Costco fan. So I thought that this was a great analogy because we go there pretty much every week. So Costco has three primary methods, okay? They have online um, marketing, they have in-store marketing, and then they have a coupon book, okay? Even though they have all three of these marketing channels, they do not use them congruently. So Costco is not using omni-channel marketing to my knowledge. The coupon has certain deals that they don't have in-store. The in-store deals don't match to the online deals. So at any given point when you're shopping at Costco, the marketing for the promotions is completely different. In return, because of that, right, my husband and I have noticed that the Costco coupon book is the best way to get a deal at Costco. And so what we've done is now we just wait until we get the coupon book in the mail. Like, We don't even look at online. We don't even look at stores. What this means is that every single time we're in the store, we're not paying attention to anything until we see the coupon booklet. We go in, we buy our groceries, we come out. We only care to shop once we've seen the coupon book. This is a problem for Costco because what they have done is they have trained us to be coupon shoppers instead of training us to be Costco shoppers. Instead of us going to Costco every week and browsing the cameras and the TVs and the deals on food every single week, we go in and we ignore everything waiting for the coupon book. That means all of Costco's buying power lies within this coupon booklet. This is what you don't want happening with your marketing. You don't wanna stockpile all of your leads to buy from you via just one channel. And notice how I'm using the word buy, okay? Because this is very different from what you're probably used to hearing. A lot of you like to think omni-channel as a way to just diversify your content just in case Instagram kicks you out or TikTok gets banned and you don't have access to your account anymore. That's not what it is that I'm saying here in this Costco example. Costco actually has diversified their content. They have email marketing. They have digital marketing. They have in-store marketing. Their portfolio is diversified. If one channel goes down, they have another one that could pick up the slack. But our household, and I imagine others' household, their buying power is still in the coupon booklet. That means you can very well be on Instagram, on email, on podcasts, but what you need to be analyzing is where is your buying power? Where are your clients converting from? Because you can have diversified content, but what you need to do is diversify how your clients actually buy from you. Which brings me to my second point. Now you may be thinking, okay, so I may have diversified content and I may be getting people on multiple different platforms, but what if I can't get someone to actually buy from my email list? Or what if I can't get someone to actually buy from my podcast? How do I increase someone buying from that particular platform? Number one, that's something that is we cover in 101 Coaching. It's really just a shift in your messaging that needs to happen. It's not a shift in the platform. It's not a shift with the ideal client. It's not a shift with the offer. It's literally just a shift in your messaging to be able to attract a client who will buy from you from a particular platform versus just follow you and engage with you. So that's number one. Number two is not all platforms are meant to actually convert. 
In the case of Costco, they may very well be using the coupon book as their key converter, right? They may say, okay, we know our store sales don't do well. We know our online sales don't do well, but we're going to get everybody with the coupon booklet, right? They may be stockpiling all of their conversion buying power into there. It's still not a smart idea, but what it does do is it keeps the brand top of mind, okay? So another way that it is that I like to explain this is kind of like my relationship with free people, right? So I have been on Free People's email list, Free People the brand email list for like three years. And I never buy from their emails. I barely even open their emails. Like I probably open their emails maybe once a month, if not every other month. I never buy from emails. I never go to their website. But every single time I'm in stores, I go shop Free People. Every single time I go to a mall, I shop Free People. And the reason why is because I see them every single day in my inbox. I'm not opening their emails. I'm not buying from their emails. I'm not going to their website, but I see them every single day. And so sometimes the power of omni-channel marketing doesn't necessarily lie in the fact that you're going to necessarily convert someone from a particular platform, but it does help you gain brand awareness so that your clients are habitually seeing your content and you are effectively top of mind. This is why I teach my clients to use omni-channel marketing as like an ecosystem where you never know where you're clients are going to buy from. So number one, if you use your Omni marketing like an ecosystem, you can essentially have a client buy from you from any platform, right? That's great. Ideally, you create blog buyers, podcast buyers, etc. But worst case scenario, even if you're not necessarily increasing your email sales or your podcast sales, or people aren't directly buying from your Instagram, you still are creating brand awareness that's going to then link them to buy from another platform. So your buying power still may lie in Instagram, TikTok, etc. But you at least have brand awareness on other channels and you're at least selling the same thing consistently so that if people do find you on your blog, if people do find you on your Instagram, you're not telling multiple different stories. You're still selling the same story. As opposed to if you had multi-channel, someone could listen to your girl chat podcast and never even know that you had a coaching business or never even know that you had a done for you design service. So the purpose of Omni is so that everything is selling your services all the time so that no matter where the lead find you. They know exactly what your services are and exactly how it is that they can buy your services. Both of the things that it is that I talked about today are things that we cover in my one-on-one coaching offer and in my consulting offers. So if you have been wanting to learn how to use omni-channel marketing, so how to expand your brand beyond just Instagram or TikTok, how to be able to convert your clients from anywhere and get leads from anywhere, then I welcome you to join any of my one-on-one services. We have one-on-one coaching for service providers that are selling a high ticket package and they want to use omni-channel marketing to sell their offers. And then we also have um, a one-on-one consulting retainer service and then a VIP day for those of you who want a done for you option. So if you're listening to me today and you're like, girl, I don't need you to consult me on what to do. I just want you to tell me what content to create for which platform, and then send the content to me, and then I'll write it and upload it myself. We do have a done for you option where we will create 100 pieces of content for you to split across three different platforms across three months. So you essentially have a wealth of content to write on emails, a wealth of content for podcasts or whatever your platforms decides to be. Um, And we do have that as a VIP day. So if that's something that is you're interested in, you can head to the show notes to read more, or you can head to the website um, to join one-on-one coaching or to book a VIP day. I hope that was helpful and I'll see you guys on the next episode.